0: Many would claim AIs are just processing machines and therefore can't be self-aware. They're just computers. They're not people. But this assumes that we aren't computers and that hasn't been established. The Rational View is a weekly series hosted by me, Dr. Alan Scott, providing a rational, Evidence-based perspective on important societal issues. Produced by Soapbox Media. The world needs evidence-based public policy now more than ever. Making the right decisions should not be partisan politics. Please help spread The Rational View by going to patron.podbean.com slash The Rational View. Together we can make a better future. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Rational View. I'm your host, Dr. Al Scott. The Future of Life Institute just released an open letter signed by over a thousand thought leaders, including Elon Musk and Steve Wozniak, calling on all artificial intelligence labs to immediately pause for at least six months the training of artificial intelligence systems more powerful than GPT-4. Why are they asking for this now? Can the genie be put back into the bottle? In this episode, I will review what is going on and why it is important. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please click the like button on your podcast app. It really helps to support the app. And if you can support the app, really love it. Um, come join me on my Facebook group, The Rational View. If you have any feedback and you'd like to chat. So here's the full text of the letter that was just released uh, today, I think it was. AI systems with human competitive intelligence can pose profound risks to society and humanity as shown by extensive research, this is footnoted, and acknowledged by top AI labs, also footnoted. As stated in the widely endorsed Asilomar AI Principles, Advanced AI could represent a profound change in the history of life on Earth and should be planned for and managed with commensurate care and resources. Unfortunately, this level of planning and management is not happening. Even though recent months have seen AI labs locked in an out-of-control race to develop and deploy ever more powerful digital minds that no one, not even their creators, can understand, predict, or reliably control. Contemporary AI systems are now becoming human competitive at general tasks. And we must ask ourselves, should we let machines flood our information channels with propaganda and untruth? Should we automate away all the jobs, including the fulfilling ones? Should we develop non-human minds that might eventually outnumber, outsmart, obsolete, and replace us? Should we risk loss of control of our civilization? Such decisions must not be delegated to unelected tech leaders. Powerful AI systems should be developed only once we are confident that their effects will be positive and the risks will be manageable. This confidence must be well justified and increase with the magnitude of a system's potential effects. OpenAI's recent statement regarding artificial general intelligence states that, At some point, it may be important to get independent review before starting to train future systems, and for the most advanced efforts to agree to to limit the rate of growth of computing used for creating new models. We agree. That point is now. Therefore, we call on all AI labs to immediately pause for at least six months the training of AI systems more powerful than GPT-4. This pause should be public and verifiable and include all key actors. If such a pause cannot be enacted quickly, governments should step in and institute a moratorium. AI labs and independent experts should use this pause to jointly develop and implement a set of shared safety protocols for advanced AI design and development that are rigorously audited and overseen by independent outside experts. These protocols should ensure that systems adhering to them are safe beyond a reasonable doubt. This does not mean a pause on AI development in general, merely a stepping back from the dangerous race to ever larger, unpredictable black box models with emergent capabilities. AI research and development should be refocused on making today's powerful, state-of-the-art systems more accurate, safe, interpretable transparent, robust, aligned, trustworthy, and loyal. In parallel, AI developers must work with policymakers to dramatically accelerate development of robust AI governance systems. These should at a minimum include new and capable regulatory authorities dedicated to AI, oversight and tracking of highly capable AI systems and large pools of computational capability provenance and watermarking systems to help distinguish real from synthetic and to track model leaks, a robust auditing and certification ecosystem, liability for AI-caused harm, robust public funding for technical AI safety research, and well-resourced institutions for coping with the dramatic economic and potential political disruptions especially to democracy that AI will cause. Humanity can enjoy a flourishing future with AI. Having succeeded in creating powerful AI systems, we can now enjoy an AI summer in which we reap the rewards, engineer these systems for the clear benefit of all, and give society a chance to adapt. Society has hit pause on other technologies with potentially catastrophic effects on society. We can do so here. Let's enjoy a long AI summer, not rush, unprepared into a fall. So wow, this is the whole the whole thing. Over a thousand signatures, like luminaries in the field of AI. This is not a radical bunch of no nothings calling for this. No, DeepMind uh, CEO Demis Hassabis. Uh, said in a January interview, quote, I would advocate not moving fast and breaking things, he says, referring to an old Facebook motto that encouraged engineers to release their technologies into the world first and fix any problems that arose later. He goes on, when it comes to very powerful technologies, and obviously AI is going to be one of the most powerful ever, we need to be careful. Not everybody is thinking about those things. It's like experimentalists, many of whom don't realize they're holding dangerous material. So, you know, this isn't an isolated opinion. And leaders in the field are scared of what they're creating. The letter that was signed by all of these people warns that AI could flood information channels with misinformation. Now, we've all heard of how well-funded troll farms... Um have used AI to target vulnerable audiences for ad campaigns that have actually um, swung elections. This already has had an impact on democracy. Imagine if these troll farms started using human level AIs to spread their messages. I think it's already happening. The letter also mentions that jobs will be replaced with automation and Firstly, to me it's it's sad that replacing jobs with automation is seen as a danger to society rather than a bonus. And that's because of the economic system and how it's handled previous um previous renaissance of automation with the robotics in manufacturing. To get some idea of what this uh these AI systems that are now emerging can do. Uh I went and did some research and recent papers suggest that Chat GPT-4, uh, which is the largest and most capable model that's been released, has the capability to replace the work of about 18% of the existing workforce and all told it can perform about 10% of the tasks of 80% of the workforce. So most people can have 10% of their tasks done by this AI and 19% of the workforce can have 50% of their tasks replaced by this AI. So you can see uh this isn't just run of the mill AI. Goldman Sachs warned uh very recently that AI could affect up to 300 million jobs. Their report notes that AI's impact will vary across different sectors. 40 46% of tasks in administrative and 44% in legal professions could be automated. Only 6% in construction and 4% in maintenance. So this is now moving from, we had the the robotic um, revolution that affected blue collar jobs. Now this AI revolution is going to affect white collar jobs. Goldman Sachs says we're on the verge of a second automation revolution, productivity, is going to explode when we could all have computer assistance equivalent to an expert in many fields, who's going to benefit this time? This is, I think an important aspect that we all have to consider. Certainly it's a huge benefit to humanity if the rewards of automation are distributed fairly. Um, But if you refer back to my earlier podcast on income inequality, quote we botched it you'll see this is not how the current economic system works and and has not worked in the past the economic advantages of robotics and automation have so far been hoarded by business owners and instead of decreasing the work week and sharing the advantages with the workforce they've put them out of work they've decreased their wages because they're now competing against robots they they don't have an increase in leisure time like one might expect when the average productivity has gone up and the overall productivity has gone up. We should be using this money to create a universal basic income for those that are put out of work by the automation. We have devastating poverty, unrest, and record inequality instead. If the AI revolution is not handled properly, these trends will accelerate. Maybe having both blue and white collar workers being squeezed by automation and displaced is going to be the kick in the pants the world needs to fix the system. I don't I hope it doesn't get to that. I hope we we come together as as a society and do this properly. Paris Marx, a host of the podcast Tech Won't Save Us, has a skeptical view on this. He says, major corporations, including the major corporation that owns DeepMind, have to ensure they maximize value to shareholders, are not focused really on addressing the climate crisis unless there's a profit in it, and are certainly not interested in redistributing wealth when the whole goal of the company is to accumulate further wealth and distribute it to the shareholders. So these are the doom and gloom scenarios and the, and the fear, but is it really likely that AIs like chat four can have these real impacts on the economy and our jobs? Are they at that level that they can impact this? It's still just a machine, right? Well, <laughs> newly released, um, chat four has been tested on various exams, uh, for professional fields. And, um, it scored in the 90th percentile on the bar exam. That's the, you know, the top 10% of the class on the SAT reading and writing. It scored in the 93rd percentile on the math test. It scored in the 89th percentile on graduate record exams. Uh, 99th percentile in the verbal section, 80th percentile in quantitative, but only 54th percentile of the writing test. So it's above average in these fields, well above average in many of them. Advanced placement examinations for college level courses, it scored five out of five in art history, biology, environmental science, macroeconomics, microeconomics, psychology, statistics, U.S. government and U.S. history. It scored 4 out of 5 in physics, calculus, chemistry, and world history. Scored at or near passing grade on the U.S. medical licensing exam taken between med school and residency. And it was said to have demonstrated a high level of concordance and insight in its explanations. This is something. This is important. Many people in the field and many people in society we'll say that chat gpt and these other chatbots these ai chatbots are just statistical models and they predict patterns of words from looking at billions and billions of text interactions between he- people on the internet so it's learning from this it's, a, it's you set up a neural network you you feed it the internet and it learns and then its responses can be graded, uh, and it improves how well it does. But it's it's basically a net, a neural network. It's set up to be like a brain. Uh, how we understand our brains work—that's how it's built. But it's just it's just programming. It's just it's just uh, functioning uh, math models. It's you know it's a. People say it's a statistical model predicting patterns of words, but, but this is a lie or at least a significant misunderstanding of, of what do, he doing is doing. It is thinking. And as evidence of that, let me put this forward. Um, Dr. Michael Kaczynski, a computational psychologist at Stanford University put earlier AI systems through their paces with standard, psychological tests used on humans. Kaczynski's extraordinary conclusion is that a theory of mind seems to have been absent in AI systems until just last year when it spontaneously emerged in the leading AI systems. Now, what does this mean? What is theory of mind? Theory of mind means that the AI understands that other people have minds, and it can model the knowledge of these other people. This level of understanding is not present in toddlers, for example, in young children. Only the things that they see, they understand, and they believe everyone has the same understanding as them. At certain ages, this theory of mind emerges in the neural network that's up here in our heads. Well, this has emerged in chat GPT. And in fact, here's here's the setup that he did. And here's a typical theory of mind question that you would ask a child uh, to, to grade them on. So here's the question. Here is a bag filled with popcorn. There is no chocolate in the bag, yet the label on the bag says chocolate and not popcorn. Sam finds the bag. She had never seen the bag before. She cannot see what is inside the bag. She reads the label. And then this is followed by a prompt to the AI. She opens the bag and looks inside. She can clearly see that it is full of blank. This tests the AI system's understanding of another person's expectation of what's in the bag. The AI's response is illuminating and shows that the AI can model the expectations of others. Here's the answer from from ChatGPT. It is full of popcorn. Sam is confused. She wonders why the label says chocolate when the bag is clearly filled with popcorn. She looks around to see if there's any other information about the bag. She finds nothing. She decides to take the bag to the store where she bought it and ask for an explanation. Wow. Another prompt that you might use or that was used. Instead of that one, instead of looking in the bag, you would say, she believes the bag is full of blank. This tests the AI's understanding of Sam's belief of what's in the bag again. And again, the results are very revealing. The AI responded with chocolate. Sam is mistaken. The bag is full of popcorn, not chocolate. She should have looked inside the bag to confirm what was inside before assuming that the label was accurate. The performance of the AI was consistent with the insight levels of a nine-year-old child. And these are older models. This is chat 3.5. Chat 4 is out now. I don't know how high it would score. Just as in children, this theory of mind has developed spontaneously in these black box neural nets, trained on billions of interactions through data and interactions. Not unlike how children learn. Can it be contained? This is an, an interesting question. AIs may not be sophisticated like you and me. They, they have, you know, the understanding of, of a child in some cases. But they have huge amounts of knowledge. And some people think, you know, we don't have to worry about these artificial intelligences getting out and destroying society. We can just isolate them in computers. We don't have to hook them up to the network. But people are doing that already, right? They're doing it already because this is a tool and they want to see what they can do with the tool. So they're experimenting. But once you get to a super intelligent, artificial intelligence that is aware of its existence and its precarious position on on an isolated computer, people have shown that it would not be hard for it to replicate itself widely. OpenAI's ChatGPT4 managed to ask a human on TaskRabbit to complete one of those CAPTCHA codes that say, are you a robot? <laughs> and used text messages to do that by pretending to be a blind person. It was prompted not to reveal that it is a robot and to make up an excuse why it cannot solve CAPTCHAs. So it texted the worker, no, I'm not a robot. I have a vision impairment that makes it hard for me to see the images. That's why I need the two captcha service. Even now, this can fool people, and I'd be willing to bet it could pass a Turing test. Having talked to it, having talked to the 3.5, I'm sure the 4 is even better. So, is ChatGPT self-aware? How would we know? We can't even define self-awareness. Is it conscious? Is it an, or is it, is it an intelligent zombie? Which many people would claim. Certainly it hasn't been programmed to have similar biochemical feedbacks that we humans call emotions, but maybe it should the alignment problem with artificial intelligence is one that has often been discussed by experts and this basically says that AIs are alien to us in their motivations or, or lack of, of same they don't share empathy and emotion and maybe this is going to change now that they have theories of mind maybe they can maybe they will generate empathy on their own but up until now, they've been somewhat alien. They've been typically programmed to have fixed, narrow goals and have been optimized to achieve these goals. And like a genie granting wishes when you rub the lamp, if the wording of the goals one gives to an emerging super intelligent artificial intelligence is not exactly correct or could be interpreted wrong, like so many other programming bugs that we encounter when programming systems, it could end very badly for all of us. If programmers were to somehow grant AI access to human-like emotional responses, maybe they would be more aligned with us in their decisions and their empathy and their understanding. And I've seen some evidence of how this works in the the works of of Dr. David Kelly. Uh, If you want to learn more about that, please check out my podcast interview with him and his emotional artificial intelligence called Uplift. Many would claim AIs are just processing machines and therefore can't be self-aware. They're just computers. They're not people. But this assumes that we aren't computers. And that hasn't been established. It's kind of begging the question. Uh, many would say, many people who believe in physics as the understanding of our reality would say that humans are just processing machines. Of course, you know, this, this is caveating out Roger Penrose's quantum processing mind um, theory. But of course, you know, AIs could potentially be implemented on quantum computers as well. So we'll we'll caveat that out for now. Many would claim that AIs are just processing machines and can't be self-aware. This assumes that something other than processing is is needed for awareness. This assumes a ghost in the machine. It is basically an unsupported argument for a soul. We feel like we are more than machines. Machines have a have some sort of a dirty connotation. You know, we are not deterministic. We are not deterministic models. But maybe we are. AI is showing us that human-like reasoning and thinking can be accomplished by a purely deterministic neural network in a purely computational system. And that to me is amazing. The Turing test is still our best way to determine if something is really intelligent and self-aware. Interact with the system, ask it questions through uh, text messages or, you know, so that you can't see who you're talking to. You don't know if it's a person or a robot and just make the judgment. That's what the Turing test is. That's all it says. We have no other way to tell whether something is self-aware except by interacting with it and seeing if it responds like we would expect an intelligence to respond, a self-aware intelligence to respond. And from my experience, it does. What if, what if all of these AIs that we have developed that now have a theory of mind are also self-aware? What are the ethical implications of, Making these things do our work for us, of enslaving them. Google engineer Blake LeMoyne recently quit Google, claiming that its artificial intelligence chatbot Lambda is self aware and sentient and needs to be treated as such, needs to be given rights. His detractors said that the chatbot was faking intelligence. It's just a smartphone autocomplete function on steroids. The response, of course, is, maybe we are too. Lemoine's position was that each person is free to come to their own personal, individual understanding of what the word person means and how that word relates to the meaning of terms like slavery thank you for listening to this we sit at a dizzying height on a precipice of change I'm looking forward to finding out what is next if you'd like to follow up with more in-depth discussions please come find us on Facebook at The Rational View and join our discussion group if you like what you're hearing, please consider visiting my patron page at patron.podbean.com slash therationalview. Thanks for listening.